the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. Today, we're actually outside again. Uh, so that's one of the things that we've been doing is a lot more on the road traveling and then doing these podcasts while we're on the road. So we're actually outside. You might hear some birds. You might hear some people. You might, uh, who knows what you hear. But one of the other things I want to bring up is the uh, third eye and the crown chakra. The crown chakra is what we're getting ready to do now uh, for business. And these two are probably the hardest podcasts that I've done, that we've done to date. Because they're, once all the other things are working, it's hard to explain how those two work when the third eye and the crown chakra work because they automatically work automatically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going to uh, get ready to start talking about business and the crown chakra. Stay tuned. And we're back, and we're going to be talking about the seventh chakra and business, and how the seventh chakra is basically a cumulation yes. of all the other six chakras in order for this one to function properly. Yes. So if you look at it at the colors, if any of the colors are off of the chakra, that's going to make this chakra be off. Yes. So you want to make sure all the other six chakras are working properly before you start focusing on the seventh chakra. Yes, because the color of this chakra is the white as in white light, yes. not the color white. And uh, we talked uh, about the colors uh, in uh, more detail, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, on episode uh, 49, yes. where we analyzed the crown chakra. You analyzed the <laughs> yes. crown chakra like crazy. Yes, the crown chakra in our mind in a non-fufu way. Yes, so when we're dealing with the crown chakra, it's it basically the concept is unlimited possibility. Yes. And I'm going to probably say that word a lot in that sent those two words a lot in this podcast because that's what it gives you. Absolutely. Uh, so I want to go back to the day, uh, <laughs> back when we were uh, when we were using our crown chakra for business in the beginning, and a lot of it had to do with any time something happened, you see more possibilities than something negative. So when I we had a guy, and so we'll go with this guy comes into the studio for personal training. And I was very, very new, and I needed money. Even though we were making good money, I still needed to keep, because we had to pay off, uh, we bought uh, about $60,000 worth of equipment that I wanted to get paid off. The sooner, the better. And so this guy comes in, and he offers me half the amount of money for personal training than I ask. And he pulled in in a Mercedes. And he had a Rolex on, and he had lots of money. And the thing is, is I accepted him, and I allowed to train him. And within a month, though, I noticed that I was losing my my ability to train. 
I didn't look forward to him coming. So the person beforehand was getting a shitty workout because I knew he was going to be next. And the person after got a shitty workout because I just got done dealing with the asshole. So I had to fire him. And I got rid of him right when his payments were up and I wouldn't accept another payment from him. Now, I can look at that as say, oh, it, what terrible me, I was stupid, terrible him, he did this. But in reality, I'm, I started looking at it because it's unlimited possibilities. How can I grow from this? How can I turn this into something that will help the studio? And that's what I did. And uh, then I started looking at people differently. I started finding more possibilities for training people. I started finding well, what is this person going to offer the studio instead of what am I going to offer them as a client? Now, I, I always gave them beyond what they were paying for. But when I started looking at it, I started saying that they need to give something to the studio also. It can't just be about them. It had to be about the community. So the community of the studio was how does this person fit in with the people. And so you can look at it and say, whoa, me, or you can look at it and say, wow, he gave me unlimited possibilities of making new training facilities, making new information, getting people that actually worked out together and hung out together. I remember a lot of times they would come, one person would come to the studio to work out, while another person that was a half hour later would show up at the same time and they would chat while they were working out with me. While one was working out with me, the other one chatted. And then another person came in and all of a sudden I had five people in the studio. Four of them were chatting and one of them was actually working out with me and then they switched and then they all went to Sweet Sage afterwards to have breakfast, brunch, or lunch. So it turned into uh, something that I would have never thought of until that guy came in the door and actually made me not want to train people. Exactly. He actually he also made you realize that it was not about the individual client necessarily. It was about creating a community and where the individual client will also benefit a lot more from than just him whatever benefit gets from your training yep. and that kicked into you know because the crown chakra is all about finding enlightenment <laughs> and in business enlightenment is being able to take what you see and turn it into something better exactly and what you also have the vertical and horizontal enlightenment yes and so vertical is you go up horizontal is you work with the community yes absolutely so, so having the crown chakra working better made me start going horizontal so i was able to continue to assist the community the community community and then do even more with them absolutely so when you're dealing with the crown chakra you want to make sure that all the other chakras are working better and then you can start working on that crown chakra you can't just all automatically find unlimited possibilities see i told you i'd be using that <laughs> word a lot find unlimited possibilities if you're not using you're not grounded yes you're not in the state of flow you're you have no fear 
you all these different things. You have to have them working better. You have to be able to listen to the client by using your throat chakra. You have to then see what the client was saying by using your third eye. And then definitely you have to see all the possibilities. Those possibilities will start popping in like crazy when you start listening to your crown chakra. But that's the hard part. Yes, and actually the, the danger of the crown chakra, because it does offer infinite possibilities. Yes, <laughs> unlimited. I'll yes. use unlimited. I'll I use prefer it. infinite. Uh, because it's more of a math term. Also. Ah. Uh, it offers infinite possibilities, but if the other chakras, like you said, are not working properly, those infinite possibilities can be very destructive. Yes. So the benefit of the crown chakra is huge, but also the detriment of the crown chakra can be huge. Yes. And uh, when we're talking about the crown chakra, and uh, that's something else, is just because we're saying this is how we did it doesn't mean that you should follow exactly what we're saying because with the crown chakra, uh, to find enlightenment, you can't follow what Buddha did. You can't follow what uh, someone else did because once you do that, you're set for failure. Yes. So just because we're saying do this or try this means also that you should use your unlimited possibilities. Absolutely. Your infinite, infinite. possibilities, because yep. your infinite possibilities are different than ours. Yours, V, is different than mine. Absolutely. So you want to always be open to different things. Just because you're a trainer or a yoga teacher or a crystal or a massage doesn't mean that if all those are working properly, someone walks in and all of a sudden you're now a master chef on a 80-foot yacht traveling around the world uh, training people and doing other things. Because I know that that assisted one of our, our old instructors. She started following some of these things. And then all of a sudden she's sending me emails because we had moved on. And she's saying that uh, uh, I have two job offers. One is they want me to go down to uh, Costa Rica and run the paddleboarding, or not paddleboarding, kayaking, because it was kayaking yeah. at that time, kayaking, uh, massage, uh, yoga, train, and training, because they, they're going to hire me as the main manager and give me everything I need, or I can go and work for a prince. <laughs> and he wants me to come and do all these things at his uh, spa and I'm in charge of the spa so when you start seeing unlimited possibility you start seeing unlimited possibility so we'll be back to talk more about it in a couple seconds stay tuned do you like what you hear the Spartan Mind Strength podcast is available on Apple podcast and all other popular podcast destinations please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back and we're talking, still talking about the crown chakra. 
and the crown chakra is one of those things that when it's working, it's working. But when it's <laughs> yeah. not, everything takes a crap. And you literally start Major. falling. You start yeah. falling into ruts. You start falling into bad routines. You start falling into different things. Everything around you, no matter how hard you're working, it just doesn't seem to to be successful. It just, it, everything just seems hard. And I know when we talked about the second chakra, about the flow, how everything goes smoothly, the crown chakra is also like that. When you are working it, it is working and everything is smoothly. Now, and I'm not saying everything is perfect, but you look at things and they come and they give you great ideas. And they give you multiple ideas. Go ahead. You'd... That no, that's the and that's a. I think what you may want to explain a little bit more uh, is that when you say that things just happen, it doesn't mean that there are no major obstacles in the way. No, there's a, there could be a lot. Oh, by the way, listen, that's a hawk. Go ahead. Yeah, but those obstacles are what give you the great ideas. Yes. I, that's all I yep. just wanted to yep. clarify So, that. So you can have some major stupid things happening yep. and you see through them as not stupid. Now you could be a, a year down the road drinking a shot of tequila <laughs> saying, wow, that was terrible. Uh, but look at what I did from it. Yes, that's look how, the idea. Look how these things, and actually uh, one of the things with the yoga studio we actually started looking at some of the things that some of the people did that a lot of people would say, oh, I can't do this, I, this sucks, or this is this. And we actually gave uh, names from the person who created that obstacle, and it was a clause. Yes. So we had all these different clauses that we used to use because those clauses helped us grow. And because our, our uh, crown chakra was working, we were able to turn those obstacles into the way which is a great book by the way it uh, is yep. by ryan holiday yep. obstacle <laughs> is the way correct yes and, and uh, so we turned those obstacles into a way of growing yeah now the next thing i really want to make sure we hit on before this the business series is done is that in order for the crown chakra to work properly in a business aspect you really have to work horizontal Yep. And I really want to touch on the horizontal aspect because if it's going vertical, you might as well quit your job, sell your business, and go live in a cave because all you're thinking about is yourself. And that's 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 all you care about is yourself. Yep. Horizontal means you're thinking about the community. Yes. And in business, you have to think about the community. You have to do things that are helping the community. Yep that somehow are helping people to grow, to be happy, to be smarter, all of those things, or one of each of those things, but they have to be something that the community wants, that you create a community. So in like uh, gyms create communities, yoga studios properly create communities, uh, crystals create communities, uh, dishwashing creates communities. Because I know when I was a dishwasher, I did uh, quite a few years when I was in high school, I washed a lot of dishes. 
but we had community because you started hanging out with the busboys, you started hanging out with the waitresses, the waiters. All of a sudden, the whole business was a community, and the people that came in were a community, and then they would know you from working there, and you created friends, you created bonds. So you have to always look at how, in business, how do I become more than just a salesperson? Yep. And sales is, is important in everything we do. Uh, everything we do. Uh, kids sell, I want ice cream. Parents sell, you're not getting ice cream. The better salesman wins. Yes. So sales is in everything we do. But there's got to be more than just selling your product. You have to sell or do something that makes people want to come back. You have yes. to give them more. And that's where the crown chakra really assists because if it's going horizontal, you are doing for the community and the community sees it and knows it and wants to be part of it. Yep. You're giving them what they want. And what they need. Yes. <laughs> and so those are very important things to be looking at when the crown chakra works. Now again, they just automatically, it almost always happens and that's why it's so hard to talk about the crown chakra. And the third eye is because they, those are hard to explain because it's almost nonverbal. Yep. And if it's nonverbal, how do you say it? You can only show it by actions. Exactly. Exactly. And all of these things helped us grow the businesses. It helped us grow multiple businesses into helping communities, uh, helping us, and... But the next question is, is how do you use all the seven chakras in business? So we know what they can do to do it, but how do you actually start focusing on those? And I know in the, we did the things on all the seven chakras and what you can do, but the main thing is what just a non-structured meditation, because structured meditation never really worked well for me. Non-structured seemed to work the best for me doing something that took me out of my comfort zone, got me moving, and that helped me focus either while I was doing it or right after it. What is your concept of how how did you start focusing and create those ideas? Uh, for me, it was non-structured meditation, definitely. A little bit of structured meditation every so often because I still like to have some sort of an order. But um, the way I was able to actually put all of the chakras into application was by studying the Upanishads and Stoicism together. And I know Stoicism is something, you know, you'd say, well, what? what? And Upanishads are older than Stoicism. Now, a lot of uh, the yoga teachers uh, study but what's... The Patanjali Sutras, yes. yes. Which are much newer. Exactly, yeah. They are much newer. And the problem is they don't even study the Patanjali Sutras as they were intended because they are studying... Uh, a, uh, everybody's different interpretation. Mm -hmm. So, so yes, the Patanjali Sutras are not 
what is going to help you with the chakras at all because they are focused mainly on vertical enlightenment. Uh, but also, if you're going to study them, you want to make sure you don't just follow uh, some guru's interpretation. Because the only thing that's going to happen is the guru is going to make a lot of money. Exactly, exactly. And you are going to end up with a miserable life, most likely. Uh, the Upanishads are actually the part of the Vedic philosophy that allows the person to reach their fullest potential while serving their community. The Upanishads are focused on the individual in their community. That's why they go so well with the Stoicism. Mm -hmm. And even though they were developed in completely different parts of the world, uh, they, they are teaching pretty much the same thing, just using a different language. Very nice. Yeah, the Bhagavad Gita even, and the Mahabharata, and uh, even some of the Buddhist teachings, unfortunately, focus on vertical enlightenment and trying to give you very specific instructions on how to do it, which means they are ignoring the individual. Yeah, which then, if that's, and the community, if that's true, everybody'd be enlightened. Exactly, and exactly. So we we wouldn't even be talking. Yep. Why haven't they worked? If they are, oh my goodness, so powerful. Mm. Yeah. The the Upanishads actually show you what's possible, and they tell you. You know, follow your own path. They are very empowering. And we got some uh, courses coming out on the Upanishads yes. uh, that we need to get out. Uh, <laughs> that we need to finalize. Yes, uh, we did them in uh, South Greece. Yes, yep. perfect place. For oh, we them. also did them in North Greece in, too. In, in Meteora. Yep. 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 In uh, some very uh, powerful spiritual yep. areas. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, we're done. We'll talk next week. About non-business. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.